hope you're enjoying these Thursday thoughts brought to you in audio form with accompanying AI-generated imagery on YouTube for those who are watching them. But really, they're designed for people who are busy. And this week, I've opted for a track by Metaverse called Boundless. With a 2 hertz binaural beat. This induces delta waves which are less than 4 hertz and occur in deep sleep. Delta waves are increased in order to decrease our awareness of the physical world and access information in our unconscious mind. A reminder of what the mission of these sessions are. They're to help bring disparate eclectic knowledge to people who are busy and do not have the time to read and the wisdom that I'm hopefully sharing with is accumulated through the innovation show and my own eclectic reading these sessions will sometimes be available to all and sometimes be behind the paywall on Substack I don't know about you, but I just want to listen to the music. <laughs> but let's get started. This week's post is called The Adversity Advantage. Today's struggles brew tomorrow's strength. The struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. Robert Chu. In a world of abundance, we take many, many things for granted. Our morning coffee is one such example. A morning brew helps us win the battle for the morning by waking up and winning the neurochemical war. However, there is another battle that takes place using chemical warfare. The battlefield, the dense green foliage of the coffee plantation. Like any crop, Coffee plants are subject to attack by pests. Many plants and trees have developed fascinating defense mechanisms to protect themselves against such attacks, like the stinging nettle to the human touch. When insects nibble on the foliage of coffee plants, they release defense compounds. One of the defense mechanisms of the coffee plant is the production of caffeine. Caffeine acts as a natural insecticide deterring and even poisoning certain insects that attempt to feed on the plant. The caffeine content in coffee leaves and beans is toxic to many insects, making them less attractive to pests and reducing the likelihood of severe infestation. In addition to caffeine, coffee plants release an acid called chlorogenic acid. This acid acts as a natural fungicide and insecticide for the plant. When we drink our cup of coffee, we also drink these compounds. Chlorogenic acid is a powerful antioxidant and helps with weight loss, blood sugar control, and heart disease prevention. However, while protecting coffee plants with pesticides and insecticides might seem beneficial, this prevents the release of chlorogenic acid. The plant does not undergo stress produce helpful acids without insect attacks. 
This is known as hormesis. Hormesis is a process whereby a beneficial effect, improved health, stress tolerance, growth or longevity, results from exposure to low doses of a toxin or a stressor. Hormesis has been studied extensively with aging. Researchers found that introducing stressors like intermittent fasting, exercise and cold shower therapy produces resilience and anti-aging effects. For example, when an optional cold shower activates a mild fight or flight response, it increases our tolerance for the cold and guards us against illness. Just as we can build up our tolerance for poisons, we can also improve our tolerance for adversity. This coffee narrative is a valuable metaphor that resonates in our lives and business. It's also about the essentiality of struggle and how it molds us, adding depth and substance to our existence. Just as coffee plants need the insect's bite to release its acid and liberate its flavor, we must encounter struggles to bring out the best in ourselves. This is the paradoxical advantage of adversity. In our forthcoming series with former executive director of research for the Accenture Institute for High Performance, Paul Nunes explains how high-performance companies develop what he calls a hothouse of talent. He tells us, talent hothouses are like agricultural greenhouses. A company needs to start with the right seeds to ensure early success for the vast majority. However, as those seedlings grow, leaders must find ways to prepare high potential talent for the inevitable challenges that lie ahead. That preparation includes steps to increase their hardiness, so managers must regularly expose employees to unfamiliar ideas and ways of thinking. High-performance businesses create environments often highly challenging for employees to acquire the skills and experience they need to climb up the corporate ladder quickly. The goal is partly to create what Paul's eccentric colleague, Bob Thomas, in his book on the topic calls crucible experiences. These life-changing events, whether on the job or not, hold lifetime lessons that can be mined to help transform somebody into a leader. You learn 10 times more in a crisis than during normal times. A.G. Laffley Alan George A.G. Laffley was the leader of Procter & Gamble on two separate occasions. Once from 2000 to 2010 and again from 2013 to 2015 during which he served as Chairman, President and CEO. Laffley built muscles that served him well in later life when he led P&G in Asia during an economic collapse. According to Paul Nunes' research, the high performers orchestrate crucible moments with stretch assignments or early promotions where people learn on the job. Paul identifies how some top performers assigned unfamiliar tasks to up-and-coming managers by assuming a popcorn stand approach. This is when they give high potential employees a tiny business unit to manage, for example, the local operations of a geographic market. The goal is to provide those individuals with the whole profit and loss experience of running a business, leading a team, serving a customer base, 
negotiating contracts, etc. And the organization gets an early look at how the employees respond to that challenge. An essential piece of data because past results are typically the best predictor of a worker's future performance. Failing towards success. Prediction errors. For those of you joining us in our current series with Mark Soames, the neuropsychologist explains how the human brain learns by prediction errors. A prediction error is the difference between what our brain expects and what actually happens. It's a mathematical term used in neuroscience to explain how our brain updates its expectations based on new experiences. This process is crucial for survival as it allows us to anticipate, plan and react to the world around us. It's important to understand that prediction errors are not necessarily signs of failure, quite the opposite. They can be integral to learning and growth. In the same way, high performers understand that failure shouldn't necessarily be a firing offence. They encourage employees to take calculated risks and tolerate occasional poor outcomes as long as the results don't stem from stupid mistakes. And as long as lessons have been learned, sometimes these companies even reward failure in pursuing learning and innovation. I leave you this week with the words of David Bowie because the stretch assignments work both ways. They help organizations prepare future leaders and encourage future leaders to stay with organizations because they continue to evolve, grow and make progress. I've managed to find the original audio of David Bowie and this brilliant, brilliant saying. See you next week. If you feel safe in the area that you're working in, you're not working in the right area. Always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth. And when you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. You're just about in the right place to do something exciting. You're just about in the right place to do something exciting. You're just about in the right place to do something exciting.